Heyo, welcome to Dream Warriors Podcast. Now, I have a feeling you might be new, and how do I know that you, right there, are a new listener? Because the network has been growing, and analytics have been rising. So, let me just give you a quick description. We do pop culture, we do everything geek, we do comics, movies, TV, animation, cats and dogs living together we, we we just do it all and more recently wrestling and football the football episodes have slowed down look we're we're trying some new things here we're trying to kind of branch out but hey 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 thank you for joining me welcome to cinemas if you can't already tell by the music yeah that's right we're doing the christmas movie and this is one of the ones that it was on my list for about two years it's krampus it completely completely floored me blew me away i had high expectations going into this movie and it del- it delivered beyond um just beyond my expectations but hey let's hit that music and get right back to it merry christmas again dream warriors thank you for joining me i am peter i'm your your host i'm your guy i'm your go-to man I'm your dude, your bro, your boy. Uh, If you're new to Dream Warriors, this is where we go into deep dives on everything pop culture. But we we pretty much just focus on movies. And look, sometimes when my contributors sit down, we'll we'll go on long tangents. Those are some of my favorite episodes. But if you do like those longer episodes, Mark, I'm looking, I'm, I'm nudging in your direction. Uh, we're, we're going to slightly start adjusting things and, uh, Dream Warriors is going to start sticking to maybe like a 20, 30 minute long format. And this is because the analytics are just screaming this at me. And, you know, I've been studying what other podcasters have done and it just seems like since we're not very driven on like a singular thing, uh, some of the other shows that have a narrow focus they uh, they get higher retention and it's mostly because like you know what you're getting and you get it repeatedly i'm sorry but dream warriors is not really about that dream warriors is me peter a deluca from akapad.com that's another known as p-a-d aka pad uh this is like part life audio log this is part celebration of the holidays and that's what cinemas the these cinemas episodes are all about and you know these stem from the 31 days of dread for october halloween and thanks uh (laughs) thanks flicking for thanksgiving uh in in november Uh, so essentially the the idea for this show uh, again, uh, th- this is kind of directed for anyone that's new because we have been surging, like we have been growing. This is, it's it's a show of how pop culture like intertwines and flows and, and kind of like becomes a vein, like a vein network, you know, distributing blood throughout our, our system, but it's not our system, it's, it's our life. And that's where, like, the long-form idea, the long-form conversation idea of Dream Warriors gets to. To where, all right, like, maybe we're going to be targeting shorter episodes. But that doesn't mean we're done discussing these things. Because we, we don't adhere to strict programming. We don't even adhere to contributors and guests. Meaning, uh, if I want to sit down and talk to you guys about Transformers for, uh, you know, 30 minutes, I can. 
which I I am planning because <laughs> I I view 2018 as like the year of uh, the Transformer. But look, so getting to Krampus because this movie and, and look normally at this point I would promote things like my Twitter at AKA Pad or my Instagram at AKA Pad 13. Tell you guys to donate at akapad.com or if you're on SoundCloud, you can click help fund the show. And I believe you can do it now on Spotify. There's direct links, uh, especially on Anchor too. There's there's direct links to help fund the show. Unfortunately, no one no one has uh, clicked those links yet. <laughs> People have clicked. Uh, they uh, they're they're just not doing anything, and that's fine. Uh, we we still have to grow, but. This movie Krampus was on like two straight years of 31 Days of Dread. They didn't make the list. Last year, I was going to continue the 31 Days of Dread with doing like a Krampus special. You know, like a 12 Days of Krampus. And I was going to get all of these like, you know, other Krampus movies. You know, the ones, some of the ones with lower production values and, and all these other things. I was just going to go on this run. That didn't happen. So Krampus has been on my list for about two years. It's a movie idea concept that was introduced to me by Norm, who I started the show with. And like this movie is right up Norm's alley. He has this understanding, love, affinity, uh, and it's love because you uh, he loves these types of movies. And and I say love in like a very direct term. Because you you have to <laughs> you have to love the material uh, and the content that he consumes, and and kind of be okay with it. Because like even when I go into a movie like Krampus, I I I, I believe I'm just you know like I'm lowering my IQ, I'm lowering my expectations. Which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes when we you know, like see a movie when we absorb content. We we we've had a long week. We've had an argument with the girlfriend. The wife is divorcing us. Who knows what else? And we need to do a brain dump. We just need to drift away and and forget things for a little bit. And believe it or not, I I, I only feel movies do this. I don't feel TV or like a serialized entertainment. Like even if you're binge watching something on Netflix because there's like an anxiety and there's like a dopamine drip for the next episode and you're not really so much in the moment uh you're kind of trying to get through what's next and then they're dropping bombs along the way revelations and look it's gotcha driven storytelling but again it's not the same uh cinema holds something uh to us it, it holds us like almost like to the fire and it it wants us to be on it, the same journey as the as the characters in the movie are going through, so I'm not knocking um, kind of like disposable. You know, the, they like to call it disposable entertainment. What I'm knocking is that when that's your only uh, reach. And for me, it's when I watch a movie like Krampus, and I will say, this is the best Christmas horror movie you can imagine. It's going to be a long time before anything regarding Krampus tops this. Because this movie goes hard into the mythology, the point, the arc, uh, the look, and the the overall impact. Um, the, you know, like us, the audience. Because, again, this movie kind of shook me up. And I felt so angry watching it because I'm like, how did it take me two years 
to watch this movie. This is one of the best um, writer to director movies I've seen. Like for almost like for a, a first movie. Now during the Thirty One Days of Dread, we touched on this with Paul Schrader and Cat People. And I, Paul Schrader is still the top writer to become a director in Hollywood history. This dude, um, what's his name, Paul Daltrey, right? Is um, Michael Daltrey. This dude is from the school of Brian Singer. Brian Singer who brought us, you know, the X-Men movies, uh, Usual Suspects, uh, with, with Ralph McQuire, who <laughs> the, the writer of um, Usual Suspects is also one heck of a director. Ralph McQuire, who's collaborated with Tom Cruise for the latest two Mission Impossible movies. Outlier movie to put into that category is Way of the Gun with Benicio Del Toro. That movie is awesome. I believe that might be on Netflix. And so this guy came up through the camp, uh, Brian Singer. Now, I, one of my friends in, in Hollywood, uh, my, my buddy Ben, I will just leave it at that. He gave me a Brian Singer story that, believe it or not, became true. And there's a lot of things he said about his, um, the, the people he works with. And it, I, I, it, it's disturbing. But with that being said, <laughs> we need caveats here. Uh, this movie fires on every single, every single cylinder and it, it definitely uh, feels like it's in the same universe as Trick or Treat from 2007, which was Michael Daltrey's like first film. And you know, like so, some time goes by, and and he 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 signs on board. You know, like becomes like Team Krampus, and they assemble some fantastic people around him. Uh, you know, like just in. Concept design, cat, creature design. This movie has some of the best original creature design, and it, because the creatures have a look, they they have an appearance to where like they would only exist within the movie, uh, you know. And so watching this, uh, I kept thinking of Gremlins, where the Gremlin, like if we took a Gremlin from the movie, <coughs> excuse me, and put it into the real world, or or, or we took Stripe from gremlins and put them in like another movie even back to the future it just wouldn't look the same et wouldn't really look the same et would just be this weird like like nutsack looking creature so the point i'm getting at is the style of the creatures in this movie only exists within this movie and it's a perfect blend it's a perfect like melding and i go back to a couple years ago, I was in Barnes & Noble, and I picked up the making of this book. Like, the, the making of Krampus. It was some hardback book. And I love this book. So I, I always go through them. But I only had one chance to flip through it. Because uh, it, sold, it sold not that long. It, it's been on my Amazon list. I really should buy it. And just the artwork alone and the solution for Krampus really, really shook me. Uh it, like it, it just inspired me, and this movie definitely feels it's from the trick or treat universe. I feel this is Michael Daltrey's like I say like first movie because I really feel like he's arrived. Like this, the the limited storytelling, the limited set, the use of indoor environments like studio shooting, uh, and it's somewhat magical because this movie uses snow in a very 
fun, delightful way. And it goes into these um, Christmas tropes, like the gingerbread men, the jack-in-the-box, like presents and the elves. It goes in, uh, the reindeer are like these black, giant black goats. Incredible. You do. You just want to know more and see more of this universe. And this movie came out in 2015. Can we not get another movie? We, this should be somewhat of a annual release, like like we see with you know we saw with Saw, Paranormal Activity, and I guess now with the Insidious like spinoff movies, this should be a staple at this time of year. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. I really don't. It needs to happen, and it needs to happen now. Adam Scott, you know, from Parks and Recreations, is you know, like he's the the movie stacked. Okay, it's got Tony Collette. It's got you know Adam Scott. The the movie stacked from like toe to toe. And the other, like I guess, I'm talking to you with like a level of excitement. <laughs> if you can't tell only because I, I just want to sit down and watch the movie again uh, the other through line so we have a, a writer director so that's like another through line through Dream, Dream Warriors the other through line uh, that we're seeing here is perfect ending and we have this with movies like The Imitation, Upgrade uh, I'm forgetting some of them if, if I went through the list I could pinpoint them all and now this one and this is the only movie like it, we'll 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 talk to I'll I'll get into the plot. I'll tell you about the plot of the movie after I tell you this. The poster for this movie is like it's the ending. It's it's the point of the whole movie. I I can't remember another time where um the, a visual that you associated with a movie became the hook at the end. Masterful. So what's the plot? Okay. Krampus is this newer thing. It kind of, it, I guess it's real, but it, it became, it just reemerged a few years ago. And it's, it's this evil Santa Claus that smites you if you curse Christmas. That's the plot of this whole movie. This kid has a horrible Christmas dinner with um, the wrong side of the family. Again, Christmas trope, Christmas movie trope where we have clashing families. And this kid gets embarrassed. He tears up his notes to Santa Claus. They set him up because he's maybe a little too old to believe in Santa Claus. But I say no. And that's the that's the Christmas side of this movie. This is how this is a Christmas movie and not a horror movie. Because it goes heavy into the belief itself of Christmas. And this kid denounces Christmas. And then he, he curses the house and calls upon... He calls upon Krampus. And... I'm thinking, okay, perfect. And the movie has just... I'm not even going... I don't even want to spoil it. I'm usually, like, anti-spoiler. I just want people to go see this movie. Like, you have to go see it. Like, you have to find a way to watch this movie. The, the first death in this movie was so unexpected because I'm thinking they were setting something up. And no. Like, they go hard in the paint early on this movie. And who they killed and how they... They, they killed this character. The circumstances around it, I'm thinking, here we go. This movie is going to be all go and no quit. And that's exactly what it was. They don't even hide Krampus. He has a reveal, but you see him and you see him in action far earlier than what I was expecting. Now, the other 
sorry and i'm gonna um this is a quick cinemas episode everyone and i do apologize if you wanted me to go a little bit deeper into this movie i might watch it a few times and then like i said go boof right do another dream warriors episode but this uh, later this year next year 2019 michael daltrey wrote and directed godzilla king of monsters the godzilla sequel Uh, now we can expect nothing but great things from this movie. Now, I could say that with Hellboy, because, you know, Hellboy's connection with the uh, Descent. But the Hellboy trailers, uh, I'm not really sure. I, I, I'm i holding out hope on Hellboy, but it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I did say, I did say the same thing uh, about the, um, about the Hellboy link to Descent. Uh, during the 31 Days of Dread when I did Descent 2, which basically became a, dis- a Descent discussion because I think the uh, Descent is one of the are all-time, like, ex- modern-day top 5 horror movie, but all-time, like, maybe top 10, top 15 horror movie, uh, especially for claustrophobic uh, cl- horror. Like, you, you don't get any better than the uh, Descent. So, for Christmas... <laughs> even though this movie deals with horror it deals with pain it deals with cursing uh, curse and cursing uh it, this is a must watch because it is a, it's a specific christmas movie where it deals with the spirit of christmas and the belief of it and the repercussions of breaking tradition and beliefs and there's a price to pay for it and we be in our moments. That's a big chunk of this movie. Uh, these things would never have transpired if some of the characters were in the moment, and they they've they've lost them themselves. It's a cautionary tale, and again, that the best horror is that. But I'm I'm stopping this. I'm going to publish this episode as I'm watching the movie again. Because that's how much I love it. But please watch Krampus. Support Michael Daltrey. Support Godzilla King of Monsters when that comes out next year. Because we want this guy to keep going. Whoever he has around him to design, create, fabricate. We want these people. Like, we want this group together. So we have to support it. But hey, Dream Warriors. Happy Cinemas. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me. And until next time, we love <laughs> to tease potentially the next episode. It might be Love Actually, one of my all-time rom-coms and Christmas movies. <laughs>